Iowa everywhere. This is Iowa Everywhere. And now, it's time for Two Guys Named Chris. Powered by Fairway Meat and Grocery. This is Iowa Everywhere. For the fans. Hello, happy Thursday, and welcome to Two Guys Named Chris. It is the 16th of February, and it's a snow day here in the great state of Iowa. Goody for you. Ugh. God. Those snot-nosed kids, home all day. <sighs> yeah, this is just a nightmare when you have kids. And I don't know how, like, our parents did it. Because, like, I can relatively have a normal day of work. It's just an inconvenience to have them here. But, like... I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like I bothered my But pre-internet, like, what, your parents can't work from I was, home in the 80s. I, when I had my snow days, I think my mom was was either off work or home during the day or babysitting or something, and I would just sit in my room and play video games all day. Yeah, I guess not my, much has you changed. See my point though, like you couldn't remote work. No, nineteen ninety two. No, Al Gore hadn't invented the internet yet. <laughs> We're both wearing black today. Got my uh, Cyclone Fanatic Jack Trice hoodie. The most That's comfortable hoodie on shirt. Yeah, yeah, we created that. Um, we have a lot to get to. Iowa State beat TCU last night. Iowa State or Iowa plays Ohio State tonight. We'll get to that game. Um, and then we have a lot to get to with man. So much play on our. Conversation about the Kansas City Chiefs. No oh boy, from Tuesday. Did you see the parade yesterday? I did. I did see the parade. Did you I see? Saw... Did you see Travis Kelsey or hear Travis Kelsey? What he said? Um, I don't know. Maybe he I said heard Mahomes. I I heard the whole like underdog thing. Just one thing after another. Travis about, Kelsey tried to claim that everyone had them missing the playoffs. <laughs> All you idiots had us missing the playoffs. Who had the Chiefs missing the playoffs? I went back and looked because all these Chiefs fans were just blowing up my Twitter and mad. Yeah, you had a lot of replies. And then Admire came in and tried to uh, explain why they were so fired up. And I I think he made it worse. He did. Yeah, he did. They're taking themselves way too seriously, Christopher. Well, and the, way too seriously. It's it's a deal where if you would have asked me two weeks ago, hey, name your top five NFL teams. Chiefs would have been number three for me, definitely behind the Vikings and the Cowboys. And mm-hmm. now, I don't know if they make the top twenty at this point in time. After my, they're just so defensive. It's like uh, Kevin Durant to franchises. Like, what is wrong? Yeah. I don't and get then it. the other thing is too. So I went and looked because they kept doing this. Oh well, everybody thought we weren't even going to win the division now without Tyreek Hill. <laughs> and every sports book that I could find, every reputable sports book, had them winning the their division. Oh yeah, they were favored. They were favored going into the season to but win the they div- have division. Now, themselves. You, you had you know one out of every 
five or six analysts would say, oh, look out for the Chargers, or oh, oh, here we go with the Broncos with Russell Wilson coming in town. But they didn't also have the Chiefs missing the playoffs. Like They might have had one of those teams winning the division, one of those other teams in that division, but they didn't have the Chiefs missing the playoffs. Give me a break. You look at the preseason win totals, you look at the preseason Super Bowl favorites, the Chiefs were top two or three going into the season. Well, the parade yesterday was just more bloviating about, you know, us against the world and everybody mm-hmm. thought that we sucked. Uh, but we did. So we we heard from our, our friend Mitch Holstis, the play-by-play announcer. It's Holthus. It's not Holstis. What is it? Holthus? I thought it was Holtus. Holthus. Mitch Holthus. He used to, when I worked at 13, he used to do these like Chiefs pregame on Fox Brought 17. Brought to you by Papa John. Papa John's. Papa, Mitch Holtus here. Uh, Holtus. You thought his name was Mitch Hostess? Holtus. <laughs> Holtus. Well, he, Mitch he's an icon. Um, he's, he's like any great iconic play-by-play announcer, man. If he's your guy, like I'm like that way with Paul Allen. I I would jump in front of a train to save Paul Allen's. Paul life. Allen has some Holtus tendencies. Oh yeah, <laughs> they are very similar. Very similar. Well, um, Maddie Van Winkle did a great job. He's our you know just ace reporter here on two guys named Chris, and he was able to uh, you know put together this exclusive footage from the Chiefs parade yesterday in Kansas City. Born in Chiefs Kingdom, the voice of Chiefs Kingdom, here's Mitch Holtis! You heard what they were saying about us before the season. They said we'd never raise another banner. They said Arrowhead was a home field advantage. They said Mahomes was too old. They said Andy Reid was a flash in the pan. They said the color red sucks. Well, you know what we said? We said, F*** all your bitch motherfucking douchebag wannabes! Because we're the motherfucking Kansas City Chiefs! We're the greatest underdog story in sports history! And at the same time, the most dominant dynasty since the 60s Celtics! And I may be 60 years old, but I will beat anyone's ass who wants to challenge me! Step right up, and I will hand you your flat ass on a red and gold platter. I will shove it down your throat. I will literally choke you with your own ass. Just try me, because I'm Mitch Holdis, and I'm the baddest motherfucker west of the Mississippi. Man, he was really, uh, really spirited. He even took it up a notch from those calls in the AFC Championship and the well, Super Bowl. You know, probably had a few beers. You know, you got all this energy around you, all these Chiefs so, fans. You're back in Kansas City. How can you be the biggest underdog story of all time <laughs> and also the greatest <laughs> dynasty since the 60s Celtics? Dude, that's what I had written down. That's of, of that whole thing, that's what I wrote down there to discuss. Greatest dog story, greatest dynasty since the 60s Celtics. Uh, the the line on, are, are quarterbacks too old? 27. <laughs> our, our, <laughs> when it panned over to Andy Reid, 
But our coach is a flash in the pan. Been doing this for decades. Quarter championships with two teams. <laughs> Third, right? Fourth Super Bowl appearance. <laughs> I just the whole. They've been to the AFC Championship game five years in a row, and the underdog thing. It's just fantastic. Um, and then they're trying to explain. You don't understand. We're we're born with a chip on our shoulder. We've always had an edge to us. Like what? what? Come listen, okay? Listen, pal. I'm a Bears fan. You're a Vikings fan, and, and Iowa they're State. trying to claim. That they've they've got this us against the world chip on our shoulder. We've never won anything. Now we're on top of the world, and you hate us. Give me a break. You want real suffering? Look at Williams's face right now. That's at, suffering. That's where like I, wh- like when I'm reading my mentions, I try and be this objective journalist because that's what we do here is quality journalism on two guys yeah. named Chris. That's I think I think of us as journalists first, yes. entertainers second. But the Vikings fan of me is reading some of the stuff that they are saying, and and I my mind you entitled little sons of bitches. <laughs> it's one thing for a player to convince themselves of that and like yes. use that as motivation. Jordan did it all the it's, time. It's ridiculous. When the Georgia Bulldog player says you all had us at seven and five, and when Travis Kelsey said you all had us missing the playoffs, it's another thing for the fans and the <laughs> and the play-by-play guy. Well, and then my favorite one of the whole thing was, ah, uh, we were an underdog in the Super Bowl. What are you talking about, Williams? Vegas had us as an underdog. You always cite Vegas. You were a pick'em underdog. Yeah, it, it, in a lot of books, it was circa, a pick'em. Oh, Opened you as a favorite too. Yes. By the way, yes, and I would say, and a lot of them will point to the Fox pregame broadcast that everybody picked the Eagles to win. We 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 talked to maybe thirty different people that work for CBS Sports. I would say twenty of them picked the Chiefs at least. I felt like me and Bryant McFadden; those are the only two guys I can think of that that picked the Eagles to win that game. Like I felt like I was on an Island picking the Eagles and it was a really good game. Like it's not, yeah. Like, I mean, and honestly, I, I think the Eagles played a better game. It was just, well, the, here the we go. In that game was the fumble. Here we go. It was the fumble. Doubting return the for a Chiefs. touchdown. Well, they even won the game. What do you have to do? Hassle? What do you have? What do they have to do to convince you? It's just because they're Kansas city. You're anti Midwest. You elitist coastal. Yeah. Democrat now. Do you think- Hassel moves to the East Coast. Now he's disrespecting the show me state. Do you think they they want to be hated? Like they're trying to get us to hate them? I don't know, but whatever they're doing is working because Yes, I, I agree. Because if Patrick that's their Mahomes, goal, it's working. Patrick Mahomes legit and if you, you go back to my radio show, the day he was drafted to the Chiefs, like I I remember that whole Thing leading up to the draft, he's maybe my favorite athlete of all time. He's right there with Allen Iverson for me. He's one of my like top five for sure. Reason being because I I remember following him when he was being recruited at Texas Tech. I watched his first like I I covered him. Obviously, you know the story of his dad. He's this phenomenal guy. Um, 
he's he's very likable. He's buying shares in the women's soccer team in Kansas City, bought shares of the Royals. He Instead of, uh, like a lot of guys do, you're trying to get out of the small market, Patrick Mahomes has embraced it. He's owned Kansas City, and he's loved Kansas City, and they've loved him back. Travis Kelsey's a dude who every single one of us would want to go have a beer with. Let them do their thing. Don't ruin it for your franchise, Chiefs fans, because that's what you're doing. This is not a good look. I think they want to be like the Patriots. They, they want to be hated like that. They must, or some of them anyway. Well, they keep referencing the Patriots and everything that they're sending me. Do you consider them a dynasty at this point? Yes. We asked that question to a lot of our analysts. Brian McFadden, Danny Cannell say yes. But a lot of others say no because their guidelines for a dynasty are you you have to at least at some point win back-to-back titles. They haven't done that yet. Because when you think, think of the, when you think of a dynasty, the greatest dynasties, the Bulls, you know, the '90s Bulls, yeah, the 2000s Warriors. Lakers, the, the the '60s Celtics, Warriors, the Cowboys, the Patriots, they all won back to back. Even the Patriots, that was the last team to do it. Oh three, oh four, they won back to back titles. I would make the argument for the Chiefs that it's set up the way that the cap and all that stuff is set up. It's it's pretty difficult. They are a modern dynasty. Yes. That's a good way to put it. Going to five straight AFC championships. And hosting all of them. <laughs> yeah. To me, that that's, that solidifies it. And you won two Super Bowls. Like the, mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that they're, they're done either. That's where, the, nope. that's where I have a problem with this, though, because like half my family are Chiefs fans growing up in southwest Iowa. It's an hour and a half drive. Mm-hmm. You know, like... My wife's whole family, they're nuts about the Chiefs. This is going to become insufferable. If this is the thing every year, like if, if this it's the us against the world, like you bastards all doubted us. Oh, be, you you were a, a pick em underdog in the Super because, Bowl. And, because the Bills were the preseason favorites and not you. You were There's right behind the Bills. Up and coming teams. It's not good television for these analysts. You do this every day. Like, if everybody just went on there and goes, well, you know. Right. Who's your pick to win women's basketball this year? It's a hot take world. Yeah. Yeah, you need to spread the wealth around a little bit. You need to spread it around. You need to open up some eyes, open up some ears. Because if everybody just says the Chiefs all the time, what's the fun in that? And they're going to be the – they're already the heavy favorite to win next year. Well, don't let them know that. Well, you are a Chiefs fan, so you can't play this card again, okay? You can't. We're telling you right now on February 16th, this is over. You got your parade done. Congratulations. It's you against the world. Everybody does hate you now. This has been a self-fulfilling prophecy. We do hate you now. And you're <laughs> plus 500 to win the Super Bowl in February. Okay? You can't do this again. You can't play this well, card again. Only plus 500. It should be plus minus 1,000. <laughs> the greatest underdog story in history the greatest dynasty since the 60s Celtics. Mitch Holtis will hand you your fat ass. Oh, no, no. He said flat ass. He will hand you your flat ass on a red and yellow platter and gag you with it. Now I'm going to really bring out a hot take because I, I do genuinely love the the city of Kansas City. It's I've spent so much time there at the Big 12 over the years. 
There is one, and this is this is not a hot take. This is very well thought out. I used to fight with Admire about this when he ate meat. Uh, Memphis barbecue is better than Kansas City barbecue. I'm sorry. Now you all, you've pushed me into the corner now. Wow. Now it's Williams against the world, and I'm going to make it public. Memphis barbecue is better than Kansas City barbecue. What's the difference? Is it just the sauce? Matt, could you look that up? Like the, yeah, it's, I want to say it's like everything in Memphis is just spicier. I do you know, want to point out before we uh, get Pat too far past this, uh, Mitch, what did you call him? Hostess? Hostess. Just uh, it, in case people didn't know, that wasn't actually Mitch Holtus at the at the parade. <laughs> that we, we did that. It was a parody. If you saw the video, obviously you'd know that's a parody, but don't want any, uh, don't want any confusion. I mean, it w- probably wasn't far off from what he said. I couldn't find a video you, of what did, he actually you, said. Did you just come up with that impression on the spot the other day? I was driving home from work. On the, uh, I was on I-95, and I just did a voice note into my phone. Or, or voice, uh, you know, a recording. And I thought there were a few things that I could have done differently, but my, my throat hurt so bad from yelling like him. Yeah, that I just said, okay, this is gonna have to do, and I sent it to to Van Wink. It was perfect, and he just <laughs> he perfectly put it together. It was apps the cutover. If you guys are listening on the podcast, you have to go onto our YouTube page, or I'm sure we'll put it on social media. We'll too. post the we'll post the video. Yeah, Matt. There you go. Matt did a brilliant edit to Andy Reid, like just standing in yeah. his like. He's got like they a said Andy Reid was a flash in the pan. He's 64 <laughs> and has been to four Super Bowls with two what different is, teams. The, the edit's brilliant because Andy Reid's just standing there with like his hands in his pockets. Like, <laughs> oh, it's so funny. All right. The difference between Memphis style and Kansas City. Memphis style barbecue uses a sauce that is thinner in consistency, less sweet and spicier. Yes. Yes. Ooh, that does sound better. Because you taste I don't more like of the, the real thick, the yeah. thick red barbecue sauce. It's less sauce. sugary. And you taste more of the meat. Yeah. It's like you're, you're, it's like Kansas City can be a little bit, it depends on where you go, but like, oh, would you like a little meat with your barbecue sauce? Yeah. I, I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, I, I prefer the, the drier. Oh, now they're shitting on our barbecue. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so good work on that, gentlemen. That, that was freaking funny. That made my morning. Real quick before we get into basketball, I do want to wish a very happy birthday to my little girl Cammy. Eight oh, today. Wow. Yep. Big birthday party. Happy birthday. Well, wow, what a birthday present. Up. She gets the day off school. She actually was a pool full of tears this what? This morning at six. She really seal so like this. So what whatever happened to kids being well, excited about getting so off she, of school? You know, she had a party planned. Oh, okay. And then, See, I wasn't one of those kids. I was not one of those kids that would bring treats and have a party for my birthday. I didn't want I was, to know it was my birthday. I was going to have lunch with her at, at school. She was very excited about that. Man. And then last night, listen to this. So 8 o'clock tip in Hilton, right? Mm-hmm. So late night. And yeah, Jeez, you, got, you took them to the game? No, this was women's game a couple weeks ago. Oh, right okay. There. But that's Cammy in the middle. Huge Ashley Jones fan. Ashley Jones is her. Is she a bigger player. women's basketball fan than a men's? Um, probably because she gets to go to more of the games with me. 
but she knows TJ pretty well, so she she likes she likes Coach Otzenberger, Otzenberger, <laughs> whatever. But it, she just likes the Cyclones. But yeah, she's a definitely a bigger women's fan though because of all the when I was doing their play by play, she'd get to like go to practice and stuff. So mm-hmm. like she's had cool experiences that have made her um, like that. But she uh, oh, so last night, really late night. That game lasted forever too, and I get told at like ten thirty by my wife, "Oh, Cammy wants to take donuts to school tomorrow." But okay. didn't you kind of think that there was a good chance that school got canceled? I thought that they would have a late start. I didn't think that they'd cancel it today. Really didn't. Okay. Um, so did you know that all the grocery stores, because Fairway's always closed. I went to Fairway, Hy-Vee. Fairway's closed at night. They've never been 24 hours. Yeah, they Aldi, always close at nine. They would always close at nine in uh, Muscatoon. Yeah. Uh, all, every single one of them anymore uh, closes at 11. Like what? there's no 24 hour grocery stores anywhere. You're so me. I I went from like convenience store to convenience store in Ames last night scrounging up packets of little hostess donuts to Mitch get- Hostess. <laughs> That's a good idea actually. No, the little hostess, you know, like the little individual tiny little donuts. Yeah. I, I went to like three different ones last night and scrounged up enough to take it to her class so I could add up to 25 of them. And then they don't even freaking have school today. So I got home at like one o'clock in the morning because I was on this donut rush for Cameron's birthday. And here we are. She doesn't even Damn. have school today. I guess I what need you to come do with over all those and donuts? eat some donuts. We have a lot of donuts. Bring- so are you talking about those donuts that come in the roll and there's like six of them in that, in that roll? Yes. And they're really tiny? Yes. And not every the, gas the cashier has. The cashier must have thought you were just a fat ass buying twenty <laughs> rolls of them. Or I just like high and had the munchies, something yeah. like that, late at night. Um. So, anyways, happy birthday to Cammy. Iowa State wins it last night by eleven. Had to oh, have that geez. game last night. Had to have it. Yeah, especially too with Kansas State on the road and Texas on the road as your next two. This one kind of stops the bleeding for Iowa State. They shot really well from the free throw line, which was good to see. TCU did not. That was really the difference in this game. Yeah, you would have really felt sick if you didn't win this one because I don't because TCU didn't have Mike Miles, Eddie Lampkins a shell of himself. And Boy, he Hassel, could, he, I didn't, I didn't think Iowa State played that well. I really didn't. I, 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 they stopped the bleeding, and it was a good win. They can be a lot better. And so that that's good to get a double digit win. And really, I mean, I I don't I don't think anyone in that program is like, oh man, we really turned the corner tonight. But you still got the win over a top twenty five team. Yeah, no matter how it looked, you had to get it. It, it uh, thank God TCU was horrible at the line. Six of eighteen. What hard to do? How I, I've never seen a line. I mean, even from Iowa State, I haven't seen a line that bad. I meantime Iowa State hits 15 of 17. That's the difference in the game right there. And I thought they they, they needed what they got from Coons. Coons hit four first half threes, led the way with 22 points. Because if you if you don't get that from Coons, and you don't get all those missed free throws, oof, it's not looking yeah. pretty. Well, Kausher's still not 
scoring at the level that he was. Grill was downright bad last night uh, in the minutes that he played. Caleb had a – it's actually hard to do when you win by 11. I think he played 13 minutes and his plus minus was minus 16. <laughs> Jeez. That, so, like, he's clearly not himself. And I, I actually think – I think what Otz did was – when they had a double-digit lead, basically said, I'm going to sit Caleb and let him get some rest and get that back right. And and they didn't start him either, but he lost his composure. I'm sure that was a disciplinary type of thing. Yep. But it is good to see – I mean, thank God Kuntz is back, right? Like to, to be able to pick him up midseason like they did. And even Trey King I thought was really yeah. good in 17 minutes. Yeah, I think he had nine in that one. But it you – know, listen um, – Saturday's a winnable game. Kansas State is in a similar spot to Iowa State where they're struggling right now. So you go down there thinking you have a chance. They're going to be an underdog, as they should. Uh, but you just had to have this one. And now you're a game out of first place in the Big 12. I don't think anybody <laughs> should be thinking Big 12 championship with this team. No. I'm certainly not. But you got the win, and that's really all that matters. And now you've got the the two game road swing at Kansas State at Texas. Do you think they get one of those? I don't. I would lean no. I, I think they lose both those games. They come back home. They beat Oklahoma, West Virginia, and then they lose at Baylor to finish the season. I would pick them to lose at Texas for sure. I think that there's a possibility if you, but from what I've read, Kansas State sold out and. Matt, scroll over there. How much are tickets going for at Bromwich? Yeah, the lowest ticket to get into the Octagon of Doom on Saturday is $299. Isn't it Bramlage? It's Bromwich, isn't it? Bromwich? I don't it's know. It's Bramlage. Jeez, Williams, you're, you're like my dad, mispronouncing all kinds of different names. Mitch Hostess. <laughs> You've probably only been to that arena... 15 times. <laughs> I just call it the Octagon of Doom. How, wh- what's going on? Why are tickets so expensive? $300? It's Farmageddon. Two top 20 teams. Saturday home game. You should know. You're always talking about the importance of these Saturday oh, home those games. those Saturday home games. <laughs> All right, that's fake news, I think. I'm looking at tickets online, 130 bucks. Okay. Well, that's still a lot. You yeah, know, like, but it's still it, it is, but it's not 300. Yeah, they will have a very spirited uh, environment to play in front of. They they got to play better than they have been. I don't – I kind of think, too, to, I'm going to reiterate what I said on Tuesday. I think there's a very real thing when, you know, you're a team like Iowa State and Kansas State where you've outperformed – Mm-hmm. Your talent level and the second, second half time of the league's hard, and it, they they win that game pretty much the same, and they they had both lost four or five. Difference for TCU is that they're still missing a great player. Yeah, and I was th- up were we thinking that Kimball? he might play? I, I thought I thought there was a chance that that uh, was it Miles that he could play in that game. I I thought he was. I and so I didn't the... even touch it. I, I saw the line was four and a half, then it went up to five and a half. The all signs leading up to that game were that he was playing. He had been practicing. That's why I didn't touch it. Yeah. Well, and Lampkin he, wasn't supposed to play either, but... Man, he, he looked horrible. Yeah. I don't know how he's out there. A guy his size, I mean, he's hobbling. 
He could barely run up yeah. and down the floor. And his shoe his shoe got untied at one point, and he stayed down at the other end when his team was on offense and stayed and tied his shoe. Matt, Matt, you were courtside too. <laughs> yeah, like, I was. Did you see like when he was posting up, he wasn't even putting weight on his no. left ankle. No. Or even playing defense, like he was not putting any weight on it. It was he's like he's probably at like thirty or forty percent of what he normally oh, is. Yeah, I mean, like what we saw in the NCAA tournament last year, it, that was a shell of himself. So it it's it, you do feel for TCU fans because this had the possibility to be a special year for them. I thought they would win the Big Twelve. I think I may have picked them to win the Big Twelve. I don't remember. It was so I think you did. Ago. Yeah, and they. And when they've all been healthy, they've been awesome. They blew out Kansas and Allen Fieldhouse. I think when they're healthy, they're the best team in the league. But they've been held, they've all played together like five games this year. So I, I think the thought is we're going to get into the tournament, get Mike Miles healthy. But I just don't know why they keep trotting Lampkin out there. Mm-hmm. But what do I what do I know? I'm not a trainer by any means. What the hell does this mean? Iowa meat sweats on YouTube. <laughs> He says Chris has some Ricky from Trailer Park Boys in him. I'm guessing he's talking about you, and <laughs> I'm guessing Ricky mispronounces things. All right. Does he, I've, our- I've never seen the Trailer Park Boys. Chris, Chris, you seem like you could fit in a Trailer Park. Right? I Dirt track I racing. I think I could. Bush light. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't, I certainly am not like you. I don't think I'm above it. <laughs> A couple bad turns in life, I could be right there, brother. Yeah, we could all be there. Shout out to our friends at Fairway Meat and Grocery for sponsoring two guys named Chris here on Iowa Everywhere. They're a big um, supporter of fairways of all the high school sports here in the great state of Iowa. We've got state wrestling oh, coming up. God. Do you Is miss that covering this week? state wrestling? Is that this week, state wrestling? Yep. yep. Do you miss it going to state wrestling every year? I'm telling you, man. There, there are two times a year where I feel so grateful that I am not working in Des Moines anymore at Channel 13, WHO TV. One is at the state state fair time. Because they would make us go and sit out at that miserable, that cast your kernel booth. Cast your kernel thing. And two is state wrestling. I hated, hated. I I like the idea of state wrestling. I love watching it on Saturday night. I always try and make a point to watch the finals of state wrestling. It's a great tradition. I always, it's kind of a thing where I watch that and the, NBA Saturday night. I really enjoy that that night of dual sports with whatever college basketball we have on. What, what I hate about what state wrestling insane? is what it does to our town. Like why? What does it do? All these like bringing all these cauliflower ears six, from all over the sixteen year old girls driving their parents' vans around two thirty five. They don't know which exit. Get the hell out of the way! Do they still have boys wrestling girls there in Iowa? No, they got their own girls now. The The girls' union has wrestling. They did that like a week ago. Thank God. Jeez. That was, I had, because I was there when, I think my last year was when there was a girl that I can't remember where she was wrestling, but she went through there and she, she like went all the way to the championship because all of the boys 
would forfeit, refuse to fight her. Oh, I like remember Like the boys' that. parents were like, yeah. you ain't fighting a girl. You're just going to sit out. And then Is so she the- got all the way through. That sounds like somebody who would be talking to you at Cast Your Colonel. <laughs> Don't they just tell you guys like all about their political opinions and stuff oh, yeah. as they do it? And you oh, couldn't yeah. give two shits. Oh, God, I hated that. I hated, I hate, hated that. I was always I, in I'm, a tough spot because Ross Peterson, my co-host, who's... He seems like he would fit right in at the State he Fair. He loves the State Fair. Like, Ross, he... Ross legitimately like will just go and just walk around the fair during the day. He just loves it. He it's like his favorite. He's an East Side guy, you know. He grew up going to it. It's a big family thing for him. So like I it it I dreaded it when we had to go. And it's less about doing the show from there. It's more about I just don't like traffic and crowds. That's just my thing. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to deal with it. I'd rather just go to the station and do the show. I want to do a good show. I don't really give a crap about having to whatever but ross like genuinely loved it so i always tried to like be really positive for my friends <laughs> you know what i really hated about that place the state fair was that it was always a really just a mess to try to get in like find the parking get your spot and then you'd have to go every day you had to pay to get in <laughs> yeah. you're there to cover it for media and they still made you pay to get in. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, they wrestling, got it figured out. Wrestling has them. really jaded me because, and I, I think it was mostly because my first few years at WHO, Keith, Keith Murphy, he would, he would send like Fails and Terrell, our other sports guy, to cover the, the, the men's basketball tournament. Like when Drake was good and they went to Tampa. Yeah. And he would send me, because I was the low man on the totem pole, he would send me to St. Louis to cover the the wrestling championships, the national wrestling championships. And that was at the exact same time as the men's basketball tournament. And when you cover the state wrestling championships, they put you down in the dungeon. Like you're not allowed to come out and film film your wrestlers out on the mat. You're not allowed to go out there and watch them. You have to stay underneath in the bowels of the stadium and record like the ESPN you feed into your laptop to edit that together. And then the wrestlers, when they're done wrestling, they will come walk underneath the stadium. And then you talk to them. Like you're just in this pit of darkness all this day. This is nationals. Yes. For, it was horrible. And Iowa won the national championship both years. And I just hated my life. Hated it. I wish wrestling fans, they're a lot like my, so my favorite sport is auto racing. I talk about it a lot. Um, you would put auto racing ahead of football and basketball. As far as like pure fandom, probably. Cause it's like, I don't cover it. It's fun for me. Okay. Right? Like I, well, who are you rooting just, for? In in racing. Yeah. I'm a chase Elliott guy. Family <gasps> tradition, man. I was a Bill Elliott fan growing up. My old man rooted for Bill Elliott. Chase Elliott's we, my guy. So t- yesterday at uh, at CBS Sports HQ, we had a Chase Elliott interview at uh, in the in the noon hour, and I did whatever I could to get out of it. 
And I did. Oh, no. I would have come on via Zoom so, and done the interview. So somebody for else did it. One time when I was interning it with Keith Murphy, he had me come in at like 11 o'clock in the morning to do some interview with Casey Kane via satellite. <laughs> I remember, remember that. Uh, so, but like, I'm a huge racing fan. I mean, college football would probably be my number one, like, as far as like, you could only watch one sport the rest of your life. What's it going to be? Probably that. But then I racing. choose dirt track racing. Take me our out fans, there to the Clorinda Speedway. Our fans is so are so sensitive and defensive. You talking about the dirt track fans? Just racing fans in general. Like they kind of like Chiefs it, fans. It's a lot like Chiefs fans, and it's a lot like wrestling fans. Because the the one thing I've I've learned about wrestling, it's like there's just not a lot of casual fans of that sport. You're either mm-hmm. a diehard. Yeah. Or you tend to not know anything about it. And when the casual people try and come in and like media is trying to cover it and they don't mm-hmm. know, they may not know the technicalities of what a reversal is and they will belittle you. <laughs> you fucking idiot. You know, like they, they do that. And it's just like, don't, don't do that. Right. Like open, yeah. open your arms and try and bring these people in. Cause like fans, cause I've gotten really into wrestling Honestly, like Kevin Dresser's changed everything for me. When I was in college, it was right at the end of the Bobby Douglas era and Kale had gotten the job. Wrestling was huge at Iowa State at that end and Hilton was full and I went to all of them. Iowa they, still kicked their ass all the time. We beat you once. once. It was <laughs> my freshman year and I was there. Look at me. Was, I'm over here talking shit like I like I care about Iowa wrestling. I don't. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I, I, I genuinely I, I'll use it against you. But because I'm not like this diehard, I have Iowa State wrestling fans who still will like talk shit to me because I'm not, you know, in the trenches and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like, no, you need common fans. Like, that's how you grow your sport. And racing fans are the same damn way. I'm sure you got that if you ever had to go to Knoxville. Like, it's just oh, yeah. not a welcoming experience. Well, I wrote, I wrote an article once about the, the, like the 10 things I never want to ever have to cover again. <laughs> and then I put Knoxville in there and boy, so there was some message board that just exploded with that. This was back in the message, you know, back when message board, that's what that was before Twitter, I think. And, uh, Oh, they hated me. And I, and I, I'm, I, I get it. I mean, I, I was acting condescending like I do. Um, Oh, God, what the hell was I going to ask you? Oh yeah, last night, the the, the stu- what was up with the student section and people claiming that people that students were they didn't go to the Iowa State game because they were back in their dorms watching the wrestling at at so Missouri. One guy insinuated to <laughs> There's me. There's no Twitter. way that more than like one or two people did that. Well, and then this so this guy was just angry with me for all I said was that hey, it's not a great. I was making a joke. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's a poor student section turnout. I guess these are fair weather kids these days. Apparently being in the top 20 in February isn't good enough these days. Mm-hmm. I was just kidding around. And this 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 college student got really sensitive. Oh, that was a college student. Okay. Yeah, I looked him up. He's a, yeah, he's, and he's, a, he was like, well, there's other ways to represent the Cyclones. We're watching wrestling. Hey, I'm, I'm over like, at so the gymnastics I. I got, meet. 
I got it on my phone right here. It's on flow. I'm watching it literally on my phone while I'm here. It's not that difficult to do both. Did Iowa State win that wrestling thing yesterday? They lost to Missouri yesterday. That's too bad. I don't know why you have to be a dick about it. So now you're going to have all the wrestling people coming after you. Shout out to David Carr, though, taking down number one. Yeah, he did. David Carr uh, reclaimed his spot. Jake Glendening says it's a really bad day to be a dirt track racing and Kansas City Chiefs fan <laughs> on Iowa everywhere. <laughs> Much love, Jake. Jake's dad is a legend. The legendary Paul Glendening, multi-time track champion at the Adams County Speedway. Where you is that? Is Adams County? Is that the one that I went to? Yeah. Yep. Whoa. Okay. The only the only dirt track driver I've ever heard of. Scott Bloomquist, who was with the Aliens. We talked about him on no. Tuesday. No, is uh, Donnie Schatz. Because <laughs> yeah. I had to do every uh, every Sunday at WHO-TV, somebody from Knoxville Raceway would drive up to Des Moines and knock on the window and hand me like a little cassette tape of the highlights of the race from the night before, the races from the night before. From like what they call like they're like the, the C main, the A main, the B main, the F main, the D main, and, and it was all it was always Donnie Shats. You know it's shots, right? You're just doing that on purpose. <laughs> I called him Donnie Shats on the air the first time, and oh, we got all kinds of calls. <laughs> it's shots. This is you son of a bitch. See, here's I can make fun of my own. Okay. So it was the night. Do you remember when Tony Stewart ran over that guy and that oh guy died? Oh my God. Yes. I was doing Sports Center overnight that night, and we had to sit on set until like four in the morning figuring okay. out what we were going to do, how we were going to cover it. So I'm, I'm at Knoxville as a fan. Uh, Chad Lysico from the Register covers the Hawkeyes. We generally go to these. We, um, we go to Knoxville together as much as we can. We go pretty much every year you'll find Chad and I at the race together. Chad who? And Chad Lysico from the race. Oh, Street. okay. He's a big racing guy too. I didn't know that. And we were on the backstretch when all this is like going on and we're watching it on Twitter and like our immediate, like our journalism minds kick in, right? Wait, this didn't like, happen at Knoxville, did it? No, but the Knoxville Nationals were happening at the same time. Oh, okay. And Tony Stewart owns like, a couple cars he owns donnie shots car okay so donnie shots wins the knoxville nationals which have become a really big deal in the world of racing because of twitter and television and all this stuff and we're texting with some guys who are in the press that are going to be at the press conference and just kind of like I think Chad may have even still been the sports editor at the register at the time so they're you know he's trying to organize some things and it was Luke Meredith from the Associated Press at the time asked Donnie Schatz about Tony Stewart's accident with this guy, and he got booed. Who got booed? Like, Luke Meredith during the press conference. <laughs> All these fans were in the background. Boo! Leave him alone! <laughs> Screw the media! Fake news! Jeez. It's just like, guys, you're not helping your cause. Like everybody right. wants like the sport to grow, but when you act like this, it, it turns people off. Stop. Yeah. 
That's what that kid chirping at me about wrestling last night. It's like, yeah. Because then what happens that when one person does that, then all the other wrestling people jump on your ass. And I like wrestling. I'm trying to support wrestling I know as much you as do. I can. I know you do. It's frustrating. You support it a lot more than I do. That's for damn sure. All right. Uh, Iowa tonight, Ohio State. Hawks are seven-point favorites via Circa. Hmm. Ohio State is a weird team. It's just like you know Very they're more weird. talented than their record, so they could they they you know they they handled Iowa in the first meeting. What do you, what do you what's your read on this? Because this is kind of a big game too. Is you look at Sunday now and Northwestern, they had the game winner last night. Like this is a nice little stretch for Iowa. Yeah. Uh, again, second place, totally up for grabs in the Big Ten again. North, Northwestern is alone in second now, ten and five in conference. Iowa is eight and six in that log jam, not far behind. I mean, I, I feel like Iowa's going to take care of business. They usually do at home. Um, they're, they're a much better team at home. Um, I, I think Iowa's going to win. I don't know about the seven, though. Seems like a lot. Yeah, it does. Ohio State got three and 11 in conference. Oh, so they have, oh my God. Let me let me let me count this up here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay. In their last twelve games, they have one win, and it was against Iowa. <laughs> wow. Jeez. They just lost at home to Michigan State 62-41. All right. Never bad. mind. I, I'm sorry. I did I hadn't dug into Ohio State's recent past lay the points how are they that bad it's all that's almost like a team that's quit it is a point to make and i'm not being a jerk eight o'clock tip and we are having oh, a snowstorm. oh oh what'd you say storm too yeah we do have a snowstorm another one you you guys just had a snow last night no it's it's snowing now like the system's kind of like working its way through now well, kind of like if you give a mouse a cookie. So if you give an Iowa fan an excuse not to go to Carver, whoa, they're taking it. Oh, all right. Well, we don't have to go tonight. Yes. We got, I'm we just got saying, an 8 o'clock tip. We got snow. We got a bad team. I'm Peace. trying not to be a jerk about this. I'm just tempering your expectations as far as the crowd goes right now. Tickets as low as $3. <laughs> Hey, Van Wink, why don't you pull up the old uh, Carver map? See where you can get us a, a nice little $15 ticket. See how close we can get. Can we get down? Can we get like Mar- Margaret McCaffrey range down there close to her for 15 bucks? What happened earlier in the year? Didn't like a fan go down and yell at the team to play defense? Oh, my God. That was the Eastern <laughs> Illinois game. When they were, what were they, 30-point favorites, and they were getting their ass kicked by Eastern Illinois, and a fan went down into the huddle, like behind the huddle, behind the bench, and started yelling at them to play defense. And he, they like grabbed him by the shirt, dragged him out, and Mar- I get, <laughs> according to people that were there, and this is not confirmed because there's no video. But according to people that were there, they said Margaret was just screaming at that guy. Get him out of here! <laughs> Simon is a Cyclone fan. Uh, he's trolling. He goes, so after Saturday, Ohio State will be 2-11. and 
in its last 13, 2 and 0 versus Iowa, 0 and 11 versus everyone else. There's just no way. No. I mean, Iowa how, wins you can't tonight. be Iowa wins tonight. Well, yes, but the question is do they cover the 7 and uh, I I, I would bet on Iowa if I had to now that we know all this. I mean, yeah. they've been really good at home. They have. They're a different team at home. And uh, well, I don't know. What if what if they, you know, what if they come out and they're all pissed off cuz there's not there's no fans there. I was just going to say they're kind of used to it and I'm not being a jerk, but it, all, but really... the last few games have been good at Carver. Yeah. What do you what are you showing us there uh Van Quink? Yeah. All right. The money line minus 345. I wouldn't lay that. Don't touch that. That's a bad bet. Over under 152 and a half. What's going on back there with those snot-nosed kids, Williams? Uh, Cameron's just turned on the Minecraft. Uh, uh, yeah, just keep. Here, all right. She wants to say <laughs> hi on her birthday. She says it's her birthday. She gets That's to true. do whatever she wants. That's true. All right. That's um, a good rule. All right. So that game is tonight, 8 o'clock tip on ESPN2. Cameron, can you please turn it down? Thank you. Um. Sorry, this is. I, I told you to to leave the show. This is when you don't have school and you're a parent and you're one on. This is see, Matt's wow. got. And Wink's got his. Uh, Matt's got Isley right there. We're we're doing our best here on Iowa everywhere. Are you? I'm going to be doing some betting on the Daytona 500 with our friends from Circa Hassel. Are you making the trip up north to go to the sold out Daytona 500? <laughs> no, I will not be. Um, you live in Florida. Why would you not be at the Daytona 500? Yeah, first of all, that's got to be like at least a four-hour drive from where I live. Has to be. Ooh, I would drive four hours to go to the Daytona 500. My wife's grandpa used to drive from Muscatine to Daytona every single year. Wow. He's got hats from every single year that are like unworn. Like 1975 Daytona 500 all the way to like 2000 Daytona 500. Is that the guy who had all the little toy cars that you showed? Yeah, me? so now they've been passed down to her dad, and he's just got them all. He's one of those guys, like, you remember 40-year-old Virgin and Steve Carell's character had all those, like, old things. He never got them out, never played with them. All yeah. those old uh, toys. That's how Kristen's dad is. He's got all these toys that he never took out of the package. He's got all these great, this merchandise, these hats that he's never worn. Wow. Yeah. You would love it. Yeah. You would have, you'd have like, one hell of a time at his house. But, sounds like but, my kind of guy. Yeah. He, he, well, you, you won't be able to drink bush light in there, though. Well, well never mind. Okay. <laughs> now, make so me I, care about the Daytona 500. Give me a pick. Yeah. Honestly, like, it's, it's hard for me. I'm going to be doing a podcast for Always Race Day coming up. We're doing like a preview of it. I genuinely love the event. It's not who, what it used to who be. Who won for it me, last though. year? I think did Denny Hamlin won it last year. I honestly no, no, it was Austin Cindric won it last year. Who? Uh, he was a rookie. A rookie. Austin Cindric. See, that's the thing. Every time I, I have to. It's like once a year. We have to on Daytona 500s coming up. It's not that big of a deal and anymore. Like, and defending champion Carl Weatherstrom. <laughs> who? Yeah, I know. And who are these guys? The the problem for me is that it used to be like the start of racing season 
which I'm very passionate about. Well, now uh-huh. I'm watching these dirt track races on Flow starting in like the middle of January. Oh, so it's yeah. like I feel like I've been in racing season for a month. So it's and, and I like that form of racing a lot better than I do this. So yeah, it'll be I'll watch it and I I think the Indy 500 is a much better show. I'll put it that way. If you're gonna if I had to pick one or the other. Mm-hmm. I would if watch I had to Indy. pick one to go to, it would definitely be Indy 500. I think that would be more my kind of crowd at the Indy 500 compared to the Daytona 500. I would go because I've been to Indy before, not to the 500, but I've been to the NASCAR races there. I would definitely go to the Daytona 500 over the Indy 500 because at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, you can't see anything. It's well, so I wouldn't big. go to watch the race. Uh, just for the party and stuff. Yeah, you would yeah. fit in more there. Your pinky in the air. Yeah, I'd go to. Yeah. I'd find if if Call somebody had shirt. a suite that I could go to. Yeah, the NASCAR crowd's a lot, lot more fun. The IndyCar crowd's just more elitist. You you would fit right in East Coast. Who's on elitist. Who's on the poll this week? Uh, uh, they did Dennis, it last night. I think Austin. I think um, Dennis Festerman is on the poll for the Daytona 500. I think the Bowman kid, Alex Bowman from Hendrick, is on the poll. I believe I didn't watch it last night because I was at Hilton. I'm going to a friend's wedding this weekend, so I'm going to be up in up in Minneapolis college college friend wedding. Jeez, uh, a February wedding in Minneapolis? Yeah, it's. Gonna oh, be- I'm going to be up in Minneapolis this weekend. What, what are you going there for? A con- a concert. What concert? Who? Maggie Rogers. Who the Who's hell that? is that? Uh, is, she, is, she, is she douche country? No, she's like uh, indie rock folk music kind of i don't know how to explain it maggie seems, rogers hey, seems like up. a van wink thing i you have a problem i thought maybe rogers. you guys could help me with this yeah so i have a, like a legitimate problem when i go to these weddings there's something about it like i feel the need to make sure the mothers of the bride and groom are enjoying themselves what <laughs> i don't know like i feel like it's a very special day for them and I, I <laughs> Williams, you, you do this, and then you also try to claim like, oh, I'm I'm the biggest introvert there is. I'm so introverted, like you won't find anybody more introverted than me. I've never once said. And that. then I, oh yeah, you do. I've said that I am introverted, but I, <laughs> I've never said it the way you just put it. Like I, I find myself like I end up hanging out with like the moms at these weddings. And like dancing with them? No, I don't dance with them. I hate dancing. I don't dance with anybody. I don't. I don't touch. I don't need it. But I like to hang out with like the the moms of the groom and the bride, and you know, hang out with the dads a little bit. Like I want to like it's a it's an important part to me to make sure that they're enjoying themselves too. You know, because they've poured all. Why this is time that your job? I don't know, but I feel it. Like I feel this pressure when I go to these weddings. I think you do it because you like it. I think it's about you, not them. <laughs> I just want to go up there and make sure mom's all right. Chris Mother Lovin' Williams <laughs> says Iowa Meat Sweats. Hey, I found a Maggie Rogers song. Let's hear it. That's it. That's it. I hope you're not paying too much money for that. 
It just sounds like somebody yelling. Walked straight away and slammed the door last night. I caught you on the couch. You were having a fright all alone. Man, that's some deep stuff, Van. What about you ever seen Reba McIntyre? In concert? Yeah. No, I've only been to like three concerts in my whole life. One was with me. Oh God, that, that was horrible. Well, well, actually, was it was it Three Doors Down, Gretchen, Gretchen Wilson, Wilson, and ZZ Top? And Three Doors Down was by far the best. Three Doors Down was fun. Like, yeah. They were a good time. What did Gretchen Wilson do? Gretchen Wilson sang everything except Redneck Woman. I'm a redneck woman. I don't give a shit about you. <laughs> I'm a crack a can of bush light over your ass. Didn't she? And she How does Gretchen like, Wilson have a concert and not sing Redneck Woman? Explain yeah, right. that to me. It and this was like, off. how long ago was this? 12 years ago? Yeah. It's not it was, like she had this great, huge catalog of songs. No, it was like, hey, I'm more than this, even though that's the only reason anybody wanted to watch her. Hey, sing, sing Redneck Woman. And then ZZ Top, I left. I remember I was like, I can't do this. It was horrible. It was so bad. Who else were were we there with? My wife was there, and then one of your, like, buddies, I think, from the TV station or something was Hmm. with us. She wasn't my wife then, I think. Well, and and the only reason I went was because it was a free ticket. Yeah. Like, I I did not pay. I just thought it would be cool to hang out with you guys. But I remember what happened. We had been sitting in for Keith and Andy. Me and you? Yes. I remember how this worked. And this was one of the things where the station, instead of paying you, <laughs> they, they're they like, oh, well, we got these gift cards laying around. And I'm pretty sure that they paid us with tickets to the Gretchen Wilson Three Doors Down ZZ Top concert. How, how many years did Larry Kotler work where the station just paid him in car wash tokens? <laughs> I'm telling you, it happened for a long time. Really? Like, I, I, I think that. it was the I think it was that uh, that other station, not KXNO. Oh, the they just yeah. paid him in car wash tokens. Yeah, I I think you and I just like filled in one day, and then somebody's like, "Hey, well, we got these tickets laying around. You want them?" And we're like, "Yeah, we'll go get drunk at a ZZ Top concert." <laughs> what a terrible waste of time that turned out to be. <laughs> Okay, we got to get out of here. The comments are just out of control now with (laughs) comments about moms and all kinds of good stuff. Well, that was a fun show. Um, Good work on the Chief stuff, guys. That was hilarious. Iowa tonight, 8 p.m. John Miller is for you Hawkeye fans. John's going to do a little Hawkeye theme podcast because I'm I'm leaving tomorrow so I'm not going to be able to record with him so John's going to do something on his own for Miller and Williams is he going to be able to do that by himself I think so why wouldn't he be well I thought he was so high nowadays that you had to carry him (laughs) for the whole podcast well maybe it'll make it better (laughs) probably will All right, uh, he's Chris Hassel my name is Chris Williams. Matt Van Winkle producing the program as always. We'll be back on Monday re- recapping the 2023 Daytona 500. <laughs> Later. Iowa everywhere.